We found the computer outlet, sir. Plug in. You should be able to interpret the entire Imperial network. You are listening to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming organization. Stay tuned for global news from the front lines of the Empire as the men and women of Vader's Fist celebrate more than a decade of promoting Star Wars, honing the art of costumes and props, and contributing to the community through charity and volunteer work. And here are your hosts. Take it away, troopers. Copy that. Welcome. You're listening to Episode 67 of the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Vader's Fist. This is Episode 67, like I said, for Saturday, January 14th, 2012, and I'm your host, Nikki, DZ8397. And this is Andy, ID8169. And the 501st Legion is currently at 5,446 members, with 8,839 approved costumes in the Legion. I think we can make it to 6,000 by the end of the year. What do you guys think? I've heard rumors on Facebook that some people are even trying to push for 6,000 by C6. We'll have to see. So in this episode, we're going to highlight some of the milestones from 2011. We'll talk with Chris Romines, TB0111, about the As You Wish project. We'll cheer on Jacob during his trooper trek and ask for help knocking off Justin Bieber. So stay tuned. It's been nearly four months since the last episode of the 501st cast. I'm cringing over here. Sorry, guys. But the 501st Legion has still kept plenty busy, even during the bustle of the holiday season. So here's a review of some of the 501st milestones in 2011. We gained two new outposts, the Indonesia Outpost, which formed in August and currently has two members, and the Ecuador Outpost, which formed in November and currently has three members. 2011 saw three of our former outposts grow into full garrisons. In August, the checkout post, which initially formed September 19, 2008, started its one-year probation as the Czech garrison. Then in September, Austrian outpost, which initially formed March 18, 2006, started its one-year probation as Austrian garrison. And in November, outpost Argentina, which initially formed sometime before 2003, we actually don't know quite when, started its one-year probation as Argentina garrison. Then we had several new squads form or finish their probation in 2011. United Kingdom's Vectus Remnant Squad formed November 22, 2010. Garrison Titans Havoc Squad formed December 11, 2010. Terra Australis Garrison's Thylacine Squad formed April 15, 2011. And also from Terra Australis Garrison, the Desert Scorpion Squad formed August 23, 2011. Then, last but not least, Garrison Carita's Squad Corellia formed November 3rd, 2011. And for those of you who follow us on Facebook or Twitter, you're probably well aware of the amazing fundraising efforts we've achieved for 2011. And here's the breakdown. For direct fundraising, we raised $219,000. And we assisted in fundraising more than $5.5 million over the course of the year. Plus, our troopers put in over 5,200 hours trooping for various charities. And we've gained several new honorary members and friends of Legion in 2011. Stephen Stanton, James Arnold Taylor, Catherine Tabor, Jim Cummings, Tom Kane, Quimbe, Grant Imahara, Steve Anderson, 
and Jason Palmer were all inducted as new honorary members of the Legion. Then our new friends are Rachel Kempster, Spencer Brinkerhoff III, Max Page, and Afonso Couto. We also made honorary member David Prouse the honorary detachment leader for our Sith Lord detachment. And as just as we welcomed some new friends to Legion, we unfortunately had to say goodbye to several Legion members who passed on in 2011. TK297, Drew Martin from Empire City Garrison, SL1078, Chris Richards from Garrison Carita, TK1615, Alan Poole from United Kingdom Garrison, TB2400, Ryan Jones from Mid-South Garrison, TK5560, John Vandelaar from Dutch Garrison, TK7676, Russell Wathy from Southern California Garrison, TI9394, Jennifer Sedor from New England Garrison, and our honorary member Lightning Bear all passed away in 2011. Then we had a few accomplishments for the year. The Trooper Survival Guides and Event Riders made their debut. The Trooper Survival Guides are sort of like an employee handbook you'd receive on your first day on the job. Kind of gives you hints on what you should do before a troop, during a troop, after a troop. Um, then we also have the Event Riders, which are documents that we can give to our corporate event hosts to protect our members from getting their volunteer time taken advantage of. Make sure they're given some place that's safe to change into their costume. Make sure they're given some water to keep hydrated. Just the basic sort of stuff. Then our Legion membership officers and detachment leader team has completed a massive amounts of entries for our costume reference library. In addition, there's been approximately 25 new-to-the-Legion costumes that have been approved in 2011. And last but not least, we've had a total revamp of our charter, which is the document that helps govern our not-so-small-now international organization. We mentioned Trooper Trek on previous podcasts, but in case you haven't heard of it yet, Terrace Australis Garrison member Jacob French, TK6283, began his Trooper Trek in July 2011 in Perth, Western Australia, wearing modified Stormtrooper armor. His goal is to continue walking across four states until he reaches Sydney in New South Wales. That's approximately 5,000 kilometers. He hopes to raise 50000 Australian dollars for Starlight Foundation, and he's getting so close to his goal. He's at a little over 45000 Australian dollars now. We'll have a link to a great news report on Australia's Channel 7 Sunrise Morning Program, as well as a link to Jacob's donation page, so you can pledge your support. The Shorty Awards honor the best producers of short content on social media channels, and the 501st Legion's very own official Twitter account was nominated for recognition in the charity category. Do you follow the 501st on Twitter? If so, please support the Legion and help bring awareness to our charitable efforts by tweet voting at the following link, shortyawards.com slash 501st Legion. We'll have that in our show notes as well, so you can click on it. Voting for this is open until February 17th, 2012, and you only have to vote once. But then we need your help to spread the word and get all the fans of the 501st Legion to place their vote on Twitter and support the bad guys who do good. And also knock that Justin Bieber out of our way. He's in the top number one spot for charity, and we want him out. So just as a reminder, we're on Twitter at twitter.com slash 501st Legion. 
And speaking of the Shorty Awards, if you'd like to help Piggy, the galaxy's most famous Gamorrean Guard action figure, win an award in the non-human category, simply place your vote over at shortyawards.com slash Piggy. It's G-A-M-O-R-R-P-I-G-G-Y. And strangely enough, he's also up against Justin Bieber in the non-human category. Didn't make any sense to me, but we'd rather have Piggy win. So go vote for him. Back in September, the As You Wish Project, a joint effort between the Dented Helmet and the 501st, which is sponsored by Movie Prop Sites LLC and FX Collectibles, was officially unveiled. Inspired by the TK Helmet Project at Star Wars Celebration 5, the As You Wish Project consists of a combined 4D Boba Fett and Clone Trooper helmets customized by talented artists and studios. It will be exhibited at Star Wars Celebration 6 and possibly a sneak peek at San Diego Comic-Con. And then ultimately, they'll be auctioned online with 100% of the proceeds going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So joining us on the 501st cast, we have Chris Romines, who is TB111 from Southern California Garrison. So welcome to the 501st cast. Uh, thanks, guys. I didn't think I'd be here talking about this again, but uh, I guess that's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Yep, long-time listeners of the 501st cast might remember we had you on the show before for another Trooper Helmet project, which you had been leading, which was, of course, the one that was featured at Celebration 5. Yes, that's correct, and that one did so well, uh, you know, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs) (laughs) So, tell us a little bit about this one. Well, we're going to basically do the same thing as we did last time, except uh, we have a helper, as you mentioned in your intro there, the the Dented Helmet, Art Andrews and the guys, uh, they wanted to go have these on it with us, so um, they're supplying uh, 25 Boba Fett helmets, which were approved uh, by the licensee EFX, to the project so art and the guys over there are taking care of that and they're they're supplying their own artist and we got uh i think we're at about 20 helmets for the uh the 501st side and we're gonna wrap them all up get some artists out there and try to make a whole bunch of money for make a wish again excellent so what kind of artists and studios could we be uh, expecting some contributions from well, let's see. We got uh, well. Lucasfilm is doing a special one for us for the Clone Wars. I really don't want to get into that one yet, but uh, that one's going to be cool. Uh, then, of course, we got uh, my favorite Star Wars artist ever, Tom Hodges. Uh, I only really say that because he lives down the street from me, and if I don't, <laughs> he'll beat me up. So, uh, Tom and Carrie are going to uh, have agreed to do a helmet for us. Uh, Bonnie Burton, you know, Miss Star Wars Crafty, has uh, agreed to do one for us. Um, then we got the fellows over at HMS Creative Productions, um, Mike Moore and all those guys. Uh, you'll know them from um, Star Trek props. They did all the major Star Trek props for uh, a majority of the TV shows. Great guys. Uh, they do great work. I can't wait to see what they come up with. Um, then we got some 501st members like Thomas Spanos is going to do one for us. Uh, and he just showed me what he's doing yesterday, and I'm just dumbfounded with that. Uh, yeah, I've seen some. Uh, I was gonna say I've seen some pictures on his Facebook. He's doing this little maquette to um, sort of warm up his his thought process there about what he wanted to do, and that looked really neat. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be huge, and it's gonna I think it's gonna fit the the theme of the project great. I don't know if we have a theme, but I think it's gonna be huge, and I think it's gonna I think it's gonna do well. But again, we're not gonna discuss it until he comes out with it. Um, I got Damian Metz from Las Vegas doing one for me. We picked up some uh, artists, uh, Leia Mang. Uh, Scott Harbin, uh, Bruce Gallick, Gerlach, I always say his name wrong, Alexander Burchell, who's also a honorary member, uh, Lindsay Zorn, who is uh, now officially married to, what's that guy from uh, 
Uh, Matt Bush? That one, yeah, Matt <laughs> Bush. Uh, who was who was nice enough to do one for us last year, so we got his uh, new wife to do one for us. Uh, and then on the uh, the uh, RPF side, I should say the dented helmet side, we got the Weta Workshop uh, Algamated Dynamics. Uh, okay. Kotobukiya? Was that, did I say that right? Uh, I think Kotobukiya. Yeah, that's that's the guys who do all the manicats. They're doing one for him. Uh, Joe Johnson, if you don't know who Joe Johnson is, he's a biggie. He uh, directed Captain America mm. uh, not too long ago, and uh, he was also one of the main model builders for uh, the Star Wars series back in the 70s. Uh, so he's on board with them. And of course, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a nice surprise. Let's see. When we got, of course, our favorite Arturo, uh, he's doing another helmet. He, uh, if you don't know, Arturo did a Red Tails helmet for the last project, and uh, I can unofficially say I know exactly whose desk that's sitting on right now because <laughs> I shipped it to him. Uh, so Art Art did a great job last year or last time we did this. So I I, I expect nothing but awesomeness from all these guys. It's going to be great. Can't wait. And um, did the artists and studios did they get to pick? Uh, if they wanted to do the Bubba Fett one or the Phase Two Clone Trooper, or did they? It was just random, or? Uh, well, Art Art contacted his guys, and he he he's taking care of all the all his guys separately than me, so I don't have to run fifty people again. And then uh, I contacted my guys, so Art gave his guys the Boba Fett helmets, and I gave my guys the Clone Trooper helmets. But we may have one or two uh, TK helmets in there left over from the old project. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it, it's it's money that's wasted sitting in my closet when I could get that thing, get those things painted up and out in in somebody's hands that we can make more money for Make a Wish. Absolutely. So, do you think it's likely that you'll have some of these finished for the sneak preview at San Diego Comic Con? Uh, I do believe we'll get one or two of them done. The guys are really starting to work on them. Uh, you know, holidays are over. Uh, it was kind of slow there for a little bit, but uh, all the helmets are in their hands. I have one helmet here that I'm uh, – I'm, I still got to get to the artist, but uh, they all have them, and they're working hard. They know the deadlines. Uh, this is not like last time. I don't have two and a half years to make this happen. Mm-hmm. I got six months from today, basically, uh, to get these helmets here and ready to go out to Florida for C5. C6. Oh, that. <laughs> there was one big blur last time, so I forgot what number we were on. <laughs> uh, so for those people who can't uh, be at San Diego Comic-Con or, heaven forbid, C6, uh, where could they go to try to look at some of these um, pieces of art online? Uh, we're going to do a Facebook page this year, so everybody just head over to Facebook and search for the As You Wish Project. And uh, we have a page up there. All the artists are going to be debuting their work there and keeping everybody up to tabs. Uh, no secrecy last, last time. Um, so we should start seeing a lot of input and info coming up on the on the Facebook page here fairly quick. So it's uh, facebook.com slash asyouwishproj, P-R-O-J, or uh, just search for As You Wish Project on Facebook, and we'll have everything there. Excellent. All right. Well, we look forward to uh... – talking more about this as uh, we get closer to C6 and checking out that Facebook page, which we'll have a link to in our show notes as well. Okay. So so thank you, Chris, for coming on and talking with us about this. My pleasure. And just for everybody's info, this is the last time I'm doing this. 
Oh. I'm not doing this. Again. This, <laughs> this is uh, I got suckered into it with art this time. But uh, you know, uh, we raised just so everybody knows, we raised sixty five thousand one hundred and fifty dollars for Make a Wish with the last set of helmets. Um, this time I expect to go. I want to say a hundred k because it's all eBay. Um, Make a Wish will have the helmets. They'll pick the, uh, the helmets up from C5, and they will be responsible for the auctions. Of course, we'll help them with info, and they're going to put them up on their site, and they're going to take care of everything. So it's going to be great. I think I, I want to see that 100K mark this time from this project. So everybody can bid on it. It's not like last time. If you can't hit C6 this time, stay online and look for the auctions, which will be online after C6. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks Alrighty. again, Chris. My pleasure. Good talking to you guys again. Uh, this is Chris Romine, Southern California Garrison, TB0111. Just wanted to uh, make sure you pay attention to the As You Wish project this year. Make some money for Make-A-Wish. And you are listening to the 501st Cast. Mission reports. United Kingdom Garrison was asked to attend the Mayor of London, Boris Johnson's New Year's Parade. They were going all out this year for the parade to help kick off the start of London's Olympic year with a bang. UKG was accompanied by the Rebel Legion and their sister group, Real Icons, who provided a plethora of characters, including Planet of the Apes. Troopers had an early start as they all met in a London hotel to get suited up before being ferried by coach to the start point. And of course, per UKG protocol, once they were out of the changing area, they never once removed their helmets until they were back at the hotel. Troopers have fun even at the starting point as they were mobbed by many of the other participants while they waited for their spot in the parade to come up. Along the two-mile route, troopers interacted with attendees where they could. Legion members found it a fantastic way to start the new year. We'll have a link to video from the parade in our show notes. Thanks to Gary, TK2739, for that report. The 501st was also in the Fiesta Bowl Parade in Arizona for New Year's, an annual tradition for Dune Sea Garrison. On Tuesday, December 20th, 2011, members of Empire City Garrison, with support from Northeast Remnant Garrison, joined Electronic Arts Incorporated executives in ringing the opening bell at the NASDAQ market site in New York City. EA was celebrating the launch of their highly anticipating Star Wars The Old Republic game and the relisting of Electronic Arts Incorporated on the NASDAQ under the new symbol EA. Once the opening ceremony was over, Legion troopers marched out to Times Square for a photo op in front of the NASDAQ Jumbotron with members of NASDAQ and citizens of New York City. Thanks to Bob, CC1299, for that report. The troopers of Carolina Garrison teamed up with the U.S. Marines and descended upon the Toys R Us in the city of Florence, South Carolina, to help collect toys for Toys for Tots. Citizens entering this facility were confronted with a blockade manned by the 501st and the Marines and encouraged to buy toys to place into the box. Those that slipped past the blockade were again confronted by 501st soldiers who were placed in strategic locations around the facility, like the Star Wars Isle. Upon completion of the mission, the Marines reported that it was a huge success, breaking all previous records in the area, and they couldn't have done it without the help of the fighting 501st. Excellent work, soldiers. Thanks to Greg, TD4734, for that report. 
The Singapore garrison kicked off its sixth year of bell ringing with the Salvation Army on November 26, with troopers deployed at two local IKEA stores. Response from the shoppers was good, and there were lots of great photo ops for the Kettle volunteers. Always great to get your picture taken with stormtroopers with huge Santa hats on. So troopers continued to assist for four straight weeks, with their final bell ringing session being on December 23rd and 24th, with a deployment of two TKs, a TD, a TB, a TI, and a snow scout. In total, the garrison clocked 42 hours by manning the kettles in armor, and they helped raise more than $200,000 across all the different kettle stations. Thanks to Desmond, TI-5850, for that report. Our new Ecuador outpost had their first mission the evening of December 18th. It was a fundraiser event called Chocolata 2011, and as you might have guessed it, it involved selling chocolate to raise money for a children's charity. It was organized by the beauty queen for the city of Guayaquil. The Ecuador outpost, with the help of the Star Wars fan club, supported the beauty queen's charity by attracting attention to the event and posing for pictures with the potential chocolate-buying patrons. Congratulations on your first mission, Ecuador outpost. Thanks to Victor TK2760 for that report. On December 3, 2011, the Carolina Garrison had the honor of assisting a local military family by participating in a fundraiser for their 8-year-old son, Aiden, who was battling leukemia. A professional photographer also volunteered his services for the Star Wars fans to have their pictures taken with their favorite Star Wars characters. In the end, over $1,400 was raised and went directly to the family in their time of need. Excellent work, Carolina Garrison. And thanks to Bill, SL4821, for that report. It's a little embarrassing to report on this next mission. The Klingons beat our stormtroopers in the second annual Stormtroopers vs. Klingons blood drive, which took place New Year's Eve at the Portland Donor Center in Oregon. Donors could vote for either the Star Trek's warrior race, the Klingons, or Star Wars soldiers, the stormtroopers, to win the Galaxy Drive trophy. Last year, our troopers took the prize. Nearly 20 members of the 501st Legion and Starfleet International wandered among the donors' stations in full gear and posed for photos. This year's event drew larger amounts of blood and platelet donors than normal for a New Year's Eve drive, exceeding last year's inaugural Galaxy Blood Battle. Valiant effort, troopers, but do better next year. And last but not least, we wanted to highlight some of the 2011 troops that were really memorable to some of our 501st Legion members. Chris, TK6744 from Empire City Garrison, wrote in, We had some great ones this year in the ECG, but a real standout was the Intrepid Air and Space Museum Kids Day on February 21, 2011. We had 40 501st and Rebel Legion folks assemble for a day-long event. It was one of the largest assemblies of troopers from various garrisons in the Northeast, and it was great getting to meet in person some of the folks we had only chatted with online in the past. There were over 6,000 guests throughout the day who were very excited to have us there. And we're doing it again on February 20th, 2012, and we're hoping for an even larger turnout. Ricky, BH3384, from Florida Garrison, wrote, The party at Rancho Obi-Wan for its reopening on November 5th was, in my opinion, far less of a celebration of the collection or the museum, but of the fact that friendship is the driving force of everything that we, the 501st, do, and when we all work together, the possibilities are endless in what we can achieve. 
I'm honored to have been invited to this party by Steve, and I'm certainly glad I was able to attend and meet so many great people in the process. Bob, TB3279 from Garrison Excelsior, wrote in, Strong Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. It was attended by members of Garrison Excelsior from every satellite, Buffalo, Rochester, Binghamton, and Albany, as well as Canadian Garrison and Rebel Legion's Echo Base. Approximately 40 costumed characters in attendance over two days. We shattered attendance records for the museum for both days. The staff expected under 5,000 people over the two days, but the official total was 10,179 people. This was the first time this event was ever done, and it went off without a hitch. Nikki did a great job coordinating. Well, thank you, Bob. Some of the best things weren't even about being in armor. The museum staff treated us all like rock stars. Getting to hang out with the 501st and Rebel Legion members I had only interacted with online was a blast. The first night, a handful of us hit up a pub. The second night, we invaded the Anchor Bar's second floor. Even Katie Cook came out to hang with us. It was an awesome weekend of friendship and fun. I look forward to the next one in April. Bill, TI-2954 from Vast Alpha Garrison, wrote, For our garrison, I think our top troop was Boo at the zoo at Auburn Zoo in New Orleans. Besides having 15 or so troopers each of the four nights, we were asked to create and present a stage show which grew into Star Wars Trick or Treat. People wanted to know if they could just come to see us, and we've been asked to expand the production for next year. So I think this was really great for raising our profile. On a personal level, I have to go with the Weird Al concert in Longview, Texas. Besides meeting and performing with Weird Al, I got to meet and troop with some of the really great folks of Star Garrison. I always feel great after trooping, but this one left me walking in the clouds. Brian, CC7602 from New England Garrison, wrote that WonderCon was his favorite troop for 2011. This was my first time traveling out to the West Coast for a convention, and I had a blast. Golden Gate Garrison folks were amazing hosts. I got to attend Steve Sansweet's retirement party and be there in person for the presentation of his official Legion ID, and met a ton of amazing people. Blasty, TK5037 from Great Lakes Garrison wrote, I've had the privilege of trooping at many big events over the years with close to 300 troops under my ABS belt. The 2011 events I will always remember come from a summer that saw the loss of two young boys. The first was Julian. In early June, they attended the Make-A-Wish send-off party for Julian as he was heading to Disney Star Wars Weekend in Orlando. In mid-June, they attended his fifth birthday party, Sadly, just two weeks later, he passed away. The second boy was Ryan. Legion members visited him in the hospital at the beginning of July, and less than five weeks later, he passed away at seven years old. The troopers were enthusiastically received at the celebration of Ryan's rockin' life in mid-August. I have photos of both Julian and Ryan and a few other meaningful kids from events taped inside my armor tub. These are my top moments from 2011, as they are the ones I am most proud to have trooped. Brian, TK2918 from Garrison Tyrannus, wrote, Make-A-Wish invited us to troop an event for a boy, Lane, who wished for a clubhouse modeled on the Imperial Bunker on Endor from Return of the Jedi. The CNN footage sums it up the best. And so we'll have a link in our show notes where you can see the wish being granted. 
Chris, TK6427 from Star Garrison, had a bunch he sent in, but we're just going to read one of them. Extreme Makeover Home Edition for the Jardage family in Smithville, Texas. We were invited to attend just for a shoot for a family who lost their house to the Texas wildfires while the mother, a volunteer firefighter, was fighting to save other homes. The husband and twin sons are huge Star Wars fans. Instead of just attending, we rallied together to donate a bunch of Star Wars collectibles to help kickstart a new memorabilia collection to replace the one that was lost in the fire. We even donated a TK helmet. I wish I could have been there for the reveal, but helping out was extremely rewarding. For me personally, I had two events I think that were the best for 2011 for me. The first was the Strong National Museum of Play event that my garrison mate Bob mentioned a little bit earlier. And it was one of the last major events I coordinated for Garrison Excelsior before I had to step down as her event coordinator. It was extremely fun and exhilarating, and I hope that this year's event goes just as well, if not better. My other favorite wasn't exactly a troop. It was Trooper Fest. There were four of us from Garrison Excelsior that traveled out to uh, Michigan, Great Lakes Garrison area, and got to spend two and a half days just hanging out, chatting, and swag trading with fellow Legion members from across the country. It was sort of like a mini celebration and the perfect tide me over between Celebration 5 and Celebration 6. So how about you, Andy? What was your favorite troop? My favorite troop for 2011 was the Wilkes Library Con held in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, and organized by Hope Roten. It's a day of hanging out with fellow 501st troopers and members of various sci-fi clubs from the area. And I'm sure there's hundreds more stories like these all around the Legion, and we hope you enjoyed hearing some of our troopers' personal favorites from 2011. Upcoming events. The next major event the 501st Legion has coming up is the release of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, which is coming in 3D to a theater near you next month. In fact, just about four weeks from now, 501st Legion members will be making appearances all over the country to help Lucasfilm promote the release. In fact, some of our Darth Maul costumers even went through official auditions to be selected as THE Darth Maul in select cities. And if you'd like to know where the 501st might be appearing near you, send an email to eventrequest at 501st.com with your city, and I'll try to get an answer for you. We'd love to get some audio listener feedback for our next episode. So we're going to turn it into a little giveaway. Call into our hotline at 828-419-0501 and leave us a brief message. It could be a memory about your favorite troop or a request for us to consider doing an event in your town or a question about the 501st that we could answer for you. Just keep it clean and under two minutes. We'll play as many clips as we can during the next episode, and three random callers will receive a 501st cast patch as a prize. Unit anniversaries and honorary member birthdays. 
So once again, we're going to skip reading off the honorary members' birthdays this episode because you can definitely catch all those on our Facebook page and our Twitter feed. So then our unit anniversaries for January. Alpine Garrison. Ninth anniversary this month. Icelandic Outpost. Also their ninth anniversary this month. Sith Lord Detachment. Seventh anniversary this month. Belgian Garrison's Prospector's Squad. Third anniversary, January 8th. Dune Sea Garrison's Judland Waste Squad. Fourth anniversary, January 14th. Brazilian Division Garrison. Eleventh anniversary, January 15th. Terror Australis Garrison. Eighth anniversary, January 18th. Mexican Garrison's Baja Squad. Second anniversary, January 21st. Malaysia Brunei Outpost. Sixth anniversary, January 23rd. Timberline Garrison. Second anniversary, January 29th. As always, our official home on the web is 501st.com slash podcast, where you can post your feedback and comments and enter our giveaway, as well as listen to previous episodes of the show. You also might want to check out our holiday greeting special, which we did back on Christmas Day. If you didn't hear that already, go back over to 501st.com slash podcast and take a listen. And, of course, 501st Cast is an easy way to catch up on a few weeks of Legion news while you're driving, at the office, or working out. But if you're looking for up-to-the-minute news, you'll need to get it from our social media feeds like Facebook and Twitter. So just look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash the 501st Legion, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash 501st Legion. Join in on the discussion as thousands of fellow fans share their passion for trooping, Star Wars, and charity. The 501st Legion is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. While it is not sponsored by Lucasfilm Limited, it is Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming group. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are the intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright 2011, Lucasfilm Limited, and trademark, all rights reserved, used under authorization.